we prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 40 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. I am a frozen Sasquatch sitting here with a very comfortable comrade, Tommy. Yes, sir. And J-Bone. I don't know what he is. I have a stocking cap on, so I'm all right. Works. It's fucking cold. It is cold. Rose, we feel for you. It's colder where you are than we are here. I thought I saw something like negative 50 or 60 below or some shit with the wind last night. I don't know when my testicles are going to drop back out. Yeah, it's crazy. It has been, uh, it's been cold. Yeah. But none of us had to work today, so that was it's nice. True. It's pretty solid. It's true. Me and the so. Sass went and had breakfast this morning. We and did. That was, uh, it was fantastic. That was a blistering experience. It wasn't, it wasn't horrible. But you know, it the only was skin I had showing was my nose, my <laughs> eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nope. I stayed indoors with the kids all day, so that was nice. So I had to come to this place. Hey, you didn't have to come. You come on your own volition. <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to lead things off, as always, with the Comrades Corner. Welcome to Comrades Corner. As I'm sure you've all heard by now, Juicy Smollett, an actor on the show Empire, was attacked in Chicago. When stories broke of the encounter, it painted a tale of a black gay man being attacked by homophobic and racist sc- sc- racist rants, screaming, this is MAGA country. Well, soon after those stories emerged, Chicago police came out and said that they had no knowledge of these racist and homophobic speak, and that there was no claim that the MAGA country statement was ever made. This is 100% the reason it's not the biggest story on Twitter right now. It tried to be, but those pesky facts got in the way. As we all know by now, global warming is killing us. Oh, it's climate change now, which is good, because I was going to be confused at all the record-breaking Siberian weather we're having here in the Midwest. Of course, by now, it's probably a blistering 40 degrees as you listen. I'm counting down the seconds. But I digress. Climate change is killing us. We have to do something about it. Well, recycling sounds like a great idea. Problem is, it's not. If you didn't already know, you're about to find out that all the recycled plastic we have in the United States is going to third world countries. We're paying them for to take it. And what are they doing with it, you ask? Well, they're dumping it in a river to flow out to the ocean. Yeah. Somewhere there's a leftist getting all the warm and fuzzies because they're hyper-recycling, only to be the number one reason why there's more plastic in the, in the ocean than there is fish. Allegedly. Then there's Thailand, who has their own pollution issues. 437 of Bangkok's public schools were closed Wednesday due to toxic smog in the city. The city's 580 square miles has been deemed a control area as the pollution is expected to stay in the dangerous range or worsen until February 3rd or 4th. Yeah, maybe we're not the fucking problem. Have you heard about deep fakes? Well, it's an alarming trend. Once reserved only for those with the highest security clearances, 
That statement alone should worry everyone. The deepfakes technology allows the user to superimpose the face of one person on the body of another, then automatically animates said face to the point where you can't even tell that Steve Buscemi's face is being used on Jennifer Lawrence's body with her voice. It's scary. I saw it. It's, <clears throat> it looks real. What could be done with this tech? Crazy things. Right now it lives in the world in the Reddit blogs as a funny video, but it's being questioned as a possible national security risk by multiple governments around the world. And for good reason. I myself am more concerned what governments plan to do with it. Well, Tyson had themselves a recall problem. Over 36,000 pounds of chicken nuggets are being recalled as possible, possibly containing rubber. Okay, the comrade here is going to calm some fears. Yes, if you have this stuff, get rid of it. Is it a serious problem? Probably not. Could be, but my guess is a piece of rubber from a mixing machine broke off, most likely in the cleaning of the equipment, disassembly, or even reassembly. Someone complained about their chicken nuggets. Inspectors launched an investigation, which, by the way, consists of going and looking at all the chicken nugget process start to finish. Somewhere along the line, he sees this seal that has missing a piece. Says, hey, owner guy that works 90 hours a week, do you know when this happened? He doesn't. Now there's a recall of that lot. Oh, damn. They can't identify the specific group of product, commonly called a lot, because this owner doesn't know when it happened. Now it's a bigger recall, because there's no paperwork to trace back when the product was affected. Now an arbitrary number of is placed on the amount of months back this must go, and everything affected is tossed or recalled from the consumer. Get rid of the chicken nuggets. I may be wrong, but that's how it usually goes. Recalls are a problem, but they're not the huge problem that gets pushed in the media. It's a hyper, it's a hype thing, you know. Scariest. Well, it just wouldn't be Comrades Corner if I didn't have a great story about a Russian. Or the first story about a Russian I've had. Well, I do today. You know the source that had the recording pinning President Donald Trump to Russian tycoon Oleg Deripkikov? Well, guess what? It was going to prove collusion. Like everything else. That source, like everything else, has now come out and said she made the whole thing up. Funny thing we didn't hear about this source. She's a Russian who was in jail in Thailand for prostitution and running a brothel. Yeah. Nice. These are the reliable sources CNN used to push this Russian collusion story. You can't make this shit up. Well, she was seeing, she was thinking that she'd die in a prison in Thailand. So she made the whole story up claiming she, if she got asylum in the United States, she would spill the beans on the Trump Russia. Well, she got asylum. You know, I heard it was harder to do that. And I also heard that it wasn't very easy to lie about it and get it. Anyway, wall. <clears throat> she doesn't regret a thing. And honestly, I don't blame her. She jumped on a rabid media's known bias, used it to get out of fucking prison, and then walked scot-free to tell the tale and got returned back to Russia all on, free, all on the government's dime. Props to a fellow comrade. And that's Comrade's Corner. Plastic or rubber in chicken nuggets. That's that's not a new story. That's that's McDonald's chicken nuggets. Hey, hey, hey. Those are the Dude, best I, damn chicken I nuggets. I had six the other day. Shut up. I Whatever. Love I don't care what's in them. I, take the, so I took the risk. Hell yeah. They're so much better than any other I chicken mean, nugget. Honestly, but we all eat plastic every day anyway, not knowing it. So, mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm down for the cause. I don't know. 
I just saw that story and I was like, I'll eat those are... chicken nuggets. I don't give a fuck. You do you, boo boo. There's rubber in it. I'll probably, it'll probably be grisly and tough, and I'll spit that shit out. And I'll keep eating. Yeah. Raise your hand if you've never gotten a bone in a chicken nugget. You're bullshitting. You've I never, you've never been ever on a chicken ever, ever. Like been on a chicken nugget and you just, oh, that's hard. Mm-mm. I've been I chewing can't. it and like got some little hard bit out of it before, but yeah, I mean, not that I recall. No, I mean maybe I have, but you don't chew your food enough. That's what it is. No, I swallow that shit whole. Oh, well, that makes sense. Like dicks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see the problem. No, you're right. Deep <laughs> throat. You're right. We're, we're actually the wrong ones here. How do you think I get through that 50 piece? Bam. It's impressive, actually. That's right. Not oh, even bad. Some chicken nuggets. What do you lube them with? Sweet Mayonnaise. sour. Uh-huh. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, no. Oh, no. my gosh. I mean, I wouldn't surprise you. That knows. would not surprise Justin me, actually. Justin knows I He's really, a like, mayonnaise. really like mayonnaise. Oh, my gosh. The guy would make a cheeseburger at his parents' house back in the day. And use a rubber scraper for the mayonnaise container and just slop. I like my mayonnaise. I mean, the Baconator has mayonnaise on it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm fully my, down for mayonnaise on burgers. I still get more. I love the Baconator. No, you don't fuck a Baconator up by putting more. It's, per, it's proportional. Uh, yeah, you just say, I want a Baconator, and that's it. No, you get more. <sighs> Communist. I don't like bacon on my burgers anyways. Ooh. Speaking of terrible things, um, do we have an update on abortion? Yeah, I got an update on abortion, unfortunately. Um, so if you listened to last week's episode, and of course you did because you're all awesome. And, well, we talked about New York having new abortion laws. We made a prediction. And we said that it would, you know, go further and... Uh, and what they're what they were truly wanting with the uh, whole word the word health in the bill. Well, Virginia Democrat delegate Gath- Kathy Tran proposed a bill last week that would allow mental health to be an excuse to abort your unborn child. To make matters worse, it would allow abortion up until the minute of birth, even if the woman is already dilated. Like, that baby is right there, ready to come out the canal, and if she's like, I'm depressed, they can kill it. That's what they want. And I called it. I called it last week. It's like anything else. Democrats, they use everything as gateway. Mm -hmm. And I posted, that was, I just read that from the article I posted on our website, orphansamericandream.com. I also posted the video on Twitter and everything, but you got a soundbite from that. I do. All righty. For your listening pleasure. How late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay. But to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So... Um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? 
she's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman I would understand make that. At that. I'm point. asking if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that, yes. She smirked. Mm-hmm. When he when he said By the way, it's okay to smirk. Yeah. When he said and that wasn't that wasn't even a smirk, that was uh Fuck you. Yeah. Cause she got called out. When as soon as he said she's dilating, she had a stupid look on her face, just mm-hmm. like Yeah. Women's rights. Honey, if you're not mentally stable enough to have, to take care of a baby, don't fuck. It's not that hard. So so my issue here is what I feel like what he should have asked is if the baby was born on Monday, does that mean I can kill it on Friday? Because that's still 40 weeks. That's my question. Wait, do what? If the baby is born on Monday, can I still abort no, it? No, the baby, on... the baby is born. It's not an abortion. She just said there's no limit in the bill up to 40 weeks. Up to the moment the child is born. She just said it was up to 40 weeks. I mean, it's an abortion, so it wouldn't be considered abortion after the baby is born, though. So, I technically, mean, no. They do that, though, now. <clears throat> if it's alive, they kill it afterwards. Right, and that guy got arrested for it, too. Yeah, but isn't that covered in this bill, too? That's no, okay? It's, it's, no, it's technically, that would be, I mean, that was, it's technically the baby is born, it's not an abortion. That was a, the guy got arrested because he fucked up the abortion, and the baby was born, and he killed it. Okay, then I read it wrong. I yeah. thought they said that that was yeah. I can't think of what that protected under this that bill. One doctor dude is no, no, no. This is yeah. It wouldn't be considered an abortion then. I've seen some arguments on the social medias. Um, I won't name names, um, but I love when you serve. And I didn't serve them, but when a leftist, liberal, whatever, right, gets served with facts. That they bring up something else. One thing I saw was, well, what about the 400,000 children in foster care? What about them? Blah, 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 blah. Hmm? What about them? Are you asking me? That's what they said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's worse Change the subject. But, I mean, they're they're not 100% wrong. They're just changing the subject. You're right. Yeah. But the easy answer to that is, why don't we spend the $500 million we used on Planned Parenthood for abortions and give it to those places and help them get better... Social services for child care. No, 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 better yet, I mean, not just for the child care for those foster homes and everything else, but in, instead of funding abortions, we need to have government funded I mean, or make it at least damn cheaper for them to be adopted. It is very expensive to adopt in America. It costs a lot. Right. And it's actually cheaper to go to other countries, and that's why most of these people do. Right. But I don't necessarily disagree that it shouldn't be expensive. I don't know what the numbers are. Maybe it's beyond what it should be, but... I, I would be weary of making it affordable to people. I would make it weird. No, I'm I would not make it saying that well, I, if that's I could why, afford That's a, why it is. There's vetting expensive. still involved in it and everything right. else. But I would still say I would, I, would, I would feel less comfortable if, like, one of us was able to adopt a child. I don't think – I'm not saying we wouldn't be good parents. I'm saying I am okay that it is above our pay rate that abortion is I disagree you think yeah 
I mean, because there is still, you're, like I said, there's still a, a vetting <clears throat> process. Right. And I mean, yeah, obviously, I I'm a father of two. I could damn well yeah. take care of a child. Uh, but spending tens of thousands of dollars, I don't even know what the actual cost is, but there's a lot of cost to it. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot, and but there is still a process. There's still a vetting process. They still have to check your home. They still have to do all that kind of stuff. Well, I guess I that's mean, true. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they really make sure that it is a fitting home. Yeah, I mean, I they, guess, they yeah, check up on wrong. your house. They, they yeah, check up on you that, afterwards. Some of that cost that's exorbitant <clears throat> is spending the money doing those. things. I agree, but I, 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 I wouldn't even say but, but like that's where the government funded part could come from. Yeah. Well, Trump actually had a tweet last week saying similar things he said what if we didn't fund, what if we instead of funded abortion what if we funded adoption mm-hmm. yeah i said that last week as well i know but and i was like whoa that's that's coming from the top mm-hmm. and that's kind of a bold statement that would that would be awesome mm-hmm. i mean if you're gonna fund something i feel like that's a pretty good thing to fund well and it's, there's no reason to fund abortions Like, I mean, that's their moneymaker anyway. Planned well, okay. Parenthood. Yeah. The, the Planned Parenthood thing's just stupid. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't care if Planned Parenthood wants to exist, but if you're going to exist under a uh, fund or what is it, a nonprofit yeah. organization, then why the fuck is the government giving you money? Mm-hmm. Especially when you, oh, just the, just the craziness that happened like during the election when they got more money than. Oh, they spent all their. Just an advertising against Trump. Was, yeah. And went straight to advertising. Yeah. Yeah. And then people just push so much money to them, and they just kept using it for average. Just out of spite, yeah. It's like, no, that's not what this bye is Bye-bye, plug-pulled. Right? And it's like, oh, it looks like you guys can self-sustain. No more of my tax dollars. But honestly, this New York bill is, has the potential to be good news. Because it's going to bring up a Roe versus Wade discussion. Mm-hmm. And this Court. one is Virginia. Right. What? What? This one was Virginia. I thought that was New York. Nope. Oh, this is Virginia no, doing I it. Virginia, the Virginia one passed. Or the New York, New York one passed. passed. I thought this was the New this York one talking about This it was me saying that the the word health yeah. in the New York bill could be left up to a lot of, there's a lot of space there right. to say what it could be. People are like, no, they wouldn't use it for mental health. I had that discussion with somebody from, from town on, on Facebook, and I was like, but we can't say that they wouldn't do it for mental health. It says health, right. and then bam! A week later, here comes Virginia proving me right. Yeah, no, I see. What and saying. they're not the only states that have this. I think there's already seven or eight states yeah. that allow it up to birth. Yeah. Now there's different, you know, parts Criteria of the bill and everything here, else. Right, it's yeah. probably not as easy as as what these are, especially Virginia. But oh. um, my whole thing was it's just like exactly what I predicted and argued with. I was like, well, that's technically speculation because they just say the word health came right out of her mouth yeah it's, it's what they wanted it's a slippery slope just like i said and where does it go next well that was like my tweet today talking about abortion like that's what uh i did some looking at what the main arguments were about roe versus wade when that was happening in 73 and well 72 and 73 but what they talked about was the fact that this is a seriously slippery slope mm-hmm. and it just leads to more Infanticide, which apparently is how you pronounce that word, instead of infant side. I think it should be. Infanticide. I think it's infant side. We'll have a poll 
on Friday. <laughs> <I> think... <laughs> how, how are you gonna write that? Because it's literally <laughs> exactly. is it is it, in, in, is it inside or oh, inside? we'll do it like hey, we'll do it like everyone wins. We're right. Hey, we'll do it like Laurel and Yanni. <laughs> oh, anyways. I don't. No, but anyway, I don't. I would be happy if the word didn't even exist. Yeah, honestly, no, for sure. You said it like you said it when we had breakfast this morning. I'm like, that just doesn't. That doesn't sound right. And he does. You do sometimes mispronounce things. Well, no, you're not wrong. And I get why. And it I'm not does. being a Nazi, a grammar yeah, I, Nazi. I get why it's like, different. Oh, just like it just didn't sound right. The person who takes pictures is not a photographer; they're a photographer. Why, I don't know why they got to change the shit. That's yeah. why the English language is the hardest damn thing to learn. No, that's horrible. But, but I, it's yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just no that I mean, I wasn't happy to be proven right. Obviously, but truth detector. Just, yeah. and I'm not so stupid. People you should listen to us. Well, I'll agree with the second statement. I love you. So do we have any other updates? You're going to kick me out of the group me again? (laughs) You dick. Uh, I do have another update. Um, The Yellow Vest protests are still going strong. You may not hear a lot about them right now, but um, that's just the media wanting to hide it. But um, one of their main leaders of the movement... Uh, has called for an uprising at next Saturday's protest following the severe injury of one of its major figures over the weekend. Um, the protest last weekend, dubbed Act 11, saw 69,000 participants across France, with 4,000 in the capital of Paris. One of the major incidents involved prominent figure Jerome Rodriguez, who was shot at by riot police with flashball rounds which resulted in the activist being seriously injured, facing the prospect of losing one of his eyes. Um, in a statement, uh, Drought made clear reference to the French national anthem uh, writing, and I'm not going to read it in that language, in French. Uh, it says, citizens form your battalions. battalions. A far more overtly militant stance than the movement has previously made, um, but they're pissed. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been a lot of videos here, and I was looking them up, um, showing the police shooting, you know, these um, flashballs and, you know, rubber grenades and all these different things, you know, non, you know, quote, non-lethal. Um, I mean, directly, I mean, at people, like, doing it on purpose, shooting them at their heads and everything else. Oh. I mean, um, it's it's brutal. Non-lethal and rounds are only it, non-lethal if you use them correctly. Yep. But um, so That's yeah, he may lose he an eye. But eye. Yeah, I don't know if he has yet. It's there's a there's I guess there's a good chance that he will. I don't have that as the update. I tried digging a little bit. Oh, I, I thought he lost his eye. That's no, funny. it says uh, the last I saw, um, and this was from yesterday. It says that he has a prospect of losing one of his eyes. Oh, um, I tried looking. I haven't. I ha- I didn't see anything. But um, but he says uh clarified that the message was to increase pressure but not to resort to an actual violence um he said i will not give up i will be at the demonstrations as soon as my state will allow me so he's not giving up which is good they're gonna i mean props to france guys you guys are kicking ass yeah yeah i uh i saw something that made me giggle a little bit 
Um, somebody had commented, you know, you got to give the French credit. When it's time to put up or shut up, they'll put down their uh, cappuccinos and cigarettes and sure <laughs> fucking do. show up. Hell yeah. It's like, it, it's a running joke here, like since we've been kids about, you know, the French are pussies, you know, mm-hmm. and pansies or whatever, they're weak. And it was always fun and games and shit, but you, know, you look back in history, and that's not the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when, when when they get pushed, they fucking push back. Yeah, and, it's and this like, is this is it right here. This is them. It's like starting. their government heard all those jokes as well, and it's like, well, well we're just gonna keep pushing. Well, they got pushed a little too far, yeah. and now they're like, you know what, fuck it. This is the country where the people just literally cut everybody's head off who made X amount of dollars or more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't fuck around, and they've started a global movement. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's going if it's still going beyond France cuz like you said you can't find it anywhere. Yeah, it's it's it. the information is harder to find but, but it is still moving uh, elsewhere. They're still happening. Obviously not as big as in France, but um it's still a worldwide movement and I'm uh I'm assuming here pretty soon you're going to see more hopefully in America. Yeah. If, if things keep going the way they're going. No shit. But if anybody sees anything, I want to say, if anybody sees anything, news article or whatever about the yellow bus protest, tag us in it and share it. And, and yeah, let we'll us definitely know, talk we, about it. We we want we've been trying to find stuff on them because mm-hmm. that's a huge thing that I think has the potential to do some real good in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Just can't let it die. So did I mention it's fucking cold out? You might have said um, it. I have a freaking cold. Like, I can barely breathe right now. That's not what I was talking about. But it's... No, it's because of the cold. It's because you're a pussy. You don't take your vitamins, brother. Brother. You don't say your prayers and take your vitamins, brother. Sorry. Um. So, yeah. It's fucking cold. And Vox... They say it's our fault. <laughs> I thought it was... Oh, so confusing. The Earth has an elegant cycle of life. It's the story of carbon, and over billions of years, it has evolved to look something like this. It starts with a plant. Plants and microorganisms absorb carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. It does have a Then they use energy from the sun to convert that carbon into oxygen and sugar, which they use to grow. And as they grow, they emit some carbon back into the atmosphere. But all plants eventually die, and some are consumed by bacteria, others by larger beasts. What the fuck is that? These animals eat plants for energy, and they breathe out carbon. But eventually, those animals die too, and they end up in the ground. Meanwhile, a similar thing happens in the ocean. Coral and plankton need carbon from the water to survive. Luckily, the ocean has carbon because it absorbs some from the atmosphere. And when rain falls to the earth, it grabs some carbon from the atmosphere. Did you guys see the ocean? The ocean part of it that just... Yeah. Fucking the owners of Mario Brothers, like the original one, Super Mario, they need to fucking sue Vox. Because yeah. they totally fucking ripped that yeah. shit off. I mean, the clouds, too. Yeah. It's, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I would love for Nintendo to sue Vox and Vox not exist anymore. That'd be amazing. And then they could sponsor us because we gave them the tip. Yeah. I just got a text, actually, they're going to do that. <laughs> Liar. 
Tommy, a text from Nintendo and an email from Prince Abu Dhabi in Nigeria are not the same thing. He needs our help, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to the shitville video. This fear, and from rocks, and flows into the ocean where the coral and plankton use carbon to grow, or other animals use it to grow. But just like animals, the coral and plankton die too. In short, all living things are made of carbon, and they eventually end up in the ground. Some of that carbon will eventually get back to the atmosphere, but some of it normally stays in the ground. Usually, dead things decay and turn into rocks. Eventually, they are crushed, and the extreme heat and pressure causes them to melt and emit the carbon, which is trapped underground. Over time, that trapped carbon eventually escapes into the atmosphere when volcanoes erupt, and the cycle starts again. But occasionally, dead plants and animals don't turn into rock. They don't decay fast enough, so they turn into oil, coal, or natural gas. This carbon gets stuck in the ground. This is the elegant system that keeps carbon cycling through Earth at a steady pace. Carbon in the atmosphere keeps some heat from leaving Earth. It keeps Earth at a stable temperature. But very recently, one of these animals started to dig up the carbon in the ground. They took the carbon that was stuck in the ground and put it back into the atmosphere. And they did this so much in such a short time span that the cycle was disrupted. Too much carbon was being put into the atmosphere. Heat that would normally be able to escape bounced back and stayed on Earth. And Earth started to get warmer and warmer. Really recently, just a few months ago, more than 100 bipedal scientists said they might only have 12 years to stop a disastrous amount of warming. So these animals not only need to stop putting carbon in the atmosphere, but also get carbon out of the atmosphere. They found one way to remove carbon is to grow more plants. They could stop cutting down trees or raise livestock in ways that help restore grass. Another way is to let plants suck up carbon from the atmosphere, but then burn them for energy, and then trapping the carbon they emit underground. They could also build machines to suck air from the atmosphere and filter out the carbon, but they haven't figured out how to do this fast enough. There are many ways these animals can tweak the cycle to suck carbon out of the atmosphere. A combination of them is probably the best way forward. But first, these animals need to figure out how to stop putting it there in the first place. Kindergarten propaganda. Yeah, literally. But can we just, why do we need to stop putting it out there if there's all these wonderful ways to capture it and put it in the ground? That's my question. Uh, My second question is, when is it supposed to get fucking warmer? And my third question is, can I just go ahead and prophesize that in 12 years we'll all still be here talking about how stupid global warming is? Well, I believe it was 
prophesized. Sorry, we're going to say it like that all the I, time I, now. I, that's what it said. Um, like 10, 15 years ago that that it was all going to end because of global warming and everything else. And now they're just like, in 10 or 15 years, it's the same shit. Actually, you're, yeah, you're right, because that's what Gore said. It was, yeah, it's he like said, ten, I think he, he said, said 10 years. Yeah, it was like 10 years. Because he said 2014 was the end, but he said that years before that. Yeah. Con artist. Yeah, it just keeps it, it just keeps going. And I love that these people are using how much power with their computers and smartphones and everything else and their Vox building headquarters and everything uh, to make these videos. Now, maybe they have a bunch of solar panels or something like that. I don't know. But where did the what made these computers factories? Um, that's how they're getting all their word out is from factories making their computers and their smartphones and, and everything else. So it, I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree that it's a bad idea to maybe like, Hey, back up on the fossil fuel stuff and find it and, and move into a renewable energy source that is sustainable. My problem is, is when the government is forcing me to do so, mm-hmm. If people want to do it, go for it. And I have no problem with it. I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I would like to do it if it was sustainable. And cheaper. And cheaper, obviously, if it was affordable. <clears throat> but why is the government stepping in on their toes when so far every time they have prophesized the end of the world due to global warming, they have been wrong? And now it's a record fucking cold week in the Midwest. Well, you know, Tommy, that global warming doesn't just mean warming. It means crazy weather cycles. Oh, yeah. No, the uh, there's, they were saying that because of the ice shit melting in, 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 in the North Pole and whatever, that's fucking up the airflow, and that's why we have all this, this polar oh. vortex. That's what they're saying. Oh, uh, okay. Wait a minute. Disruptive Isn't there records cycle. that show that the Earth does this anyway? Yeah. All the time. All the time mm-hmm. Since yeah. the beginning of time? Wasn't there also studies from last year that showed that the sun's solar flares were getting less and less and that this year would be the coldest winter on record because of lack of solar flares? Which is the radiation that heats our planet. And uh, look what happened. Just saying that was that was prophesized, and guess what? That shit was real. It happened. Here it is. Yeah. Did we say it was cold? Because it's damn cold outside. It's not warm. I mean, we're we're in the house, and we're all wearing thermal. I don't know if you are. Me and <laughs> I know. Are I have a couple layers. Thermals. I have a stocking cap on. You guys did that underneath the table. I'm I'm in nothing but a thong right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were wearing like a jumpsuit. It's just a Sasquatch hair. My bad. Oh man! Oh yeah, no. I'll, yeah, I'll test. I'll test to that. I have a I have a boiler in the house, mm-hmm. not up here. We have a space heater, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell asleep in the chair per usual in the living room. That's just kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I went in my bedroom at four. I've got a little barometer, uh, temperature gauge type thing in there, and the thermostat was set at like seventy one, and it was sixty <laughs> in my bedroom. I have a very tight concrete block house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how cold it is. Just it was stucco on the outside yeah. and everything. It just can't keep up. Yeah, my house was, I mean, my house stayed warm. And I knew with the cold coming, I I turned it up, you know, an extra degree or two. Yeah, just So it, help, it helps keep it so it doesn't have to catch back up. Yeah. Um, but I even brought down our space heater from 
from our bedroom. We don't keep it running up there unless we're going up there to sleep. But um, brought it down and put it in the living room just to help out. I mean, and it's still, yeah, it didn't get hot. I mean, it, I, it was still 71, 72 in our house, but I mean, it did fine. But um, it's it's cold out there. Yeah. I can tell you why it's chillier in the bedroom. The west west walls, windows. Yeah. A little breezy. I don't do it. A little drafty. I opened up some curtains too to get the sun rays coming in to help warm. It's okay. I prefer to sleep in my recliner anyway. Yeah. No, I close the windows or the curtains. Mine was uh, the opposite because my windows are so thin. Keeping the curtains closed actually keeps the heat. Because <laughs> as soon as you open the curtains, you just feel this like breeze. It's like, oh shit. You should probably put plastic up like I do in the living room, big yeah. window. No, I totally should. Yeah. I need to do it to my kitchen window. It's <clears throat> I do it every year. It's yeah. good stuff. I think we can get a new new windows next year. I should have done that when we did the house. It was dumb. Probably. Well, I wanted that fancy. Hindsight. <clears throat> I wanted that fancy floor. You, the more you know. <clears throat> so, are we going to have another shutdown? I goddamn hope so. No, seriously, I don't. But probably. I was really nervous when Trump reopened the government without any wall and then started talking like he was going to go national security or not national security, go <laughs> national emergency after the three weeks was up if they hadn't gotten the wall funding and go that route because I agree with some people out there that say that that is a non-starter. It's not going to work. He's not going to... There's a lot of elements to that. But then, like two days after the government opened, he started saying that it would just shut down again. I'm down for that. That is, I think is a good idea. He got the people paid. Shut the government down again. Hey, we have shit to do. Get it done. This is stupid. But I think, I think shutdown 2.0 is definitely on the books. I think it's going to happen because the Democrats aren't going to budge. I will say I watched a video. Uh, would have been beginning of the week. Those campus reform guys that run around and do videos with college kids. They were asking these uh, college kids uh, who they thought was at fault for the shutdown. And they all said Trump. Then they asked him if uh, um, Trump offered what Trump offered, <clears throat> you know, if they thought Pelosi should come to the table. And they all said, yeah, she should definitely come to the table. That's DACA. That's protections. That's all this, you know, that's good stuff. That's all the stuff Democrats want. Then they told him, yeah, he actually already offered that, and Pelosi shut it down before he even presented it to him, to her. And then all of them all of a sudden were like, well, that was, that was really dumb. Like, she should have accepted that. Like, or at least, like, had something to say about it because that's like a lot he gave up and they're like yeah exactly so then they all flip so basically you know of course your college kids have no idea what the fuck's going on because the media is not telling them what's going on nor their professors nor their professors and they mm -hmm. said that they said they did say that that the professors and the that's what they've seen on the news and their professors are saying and all this stuff and it's like the guy's like well here's it and they showed them everything they're like yeah that's, that's bullshit so even the liberals know that this is not Trump's shutdown. 
we do not have representative government anymore. Well, no. To the Democrats and to many Republicans, it's not about getting things done. It's not about doing what the people want. It's about, especially with the Democratic Party, power. Maintaining and keeping and getting and maintaining and keeping power. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. How are they doing that, though, if they're not getting things done? They have people hoodwinked with the propaganda. Well, I mean, if they got it done, wouldn't they get more votes next time? In theory. But in reality, if you fix immigration, the next Democrat doesn't have anything to run on. Yeah. And it's the same on the right. It just depends on what you're talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Power. It's the game. Power, power, power. They're just, I mean, the media and the never-Trumpers and the leftists, they don't like that we have a president who is a business owner who's sort of run the business and is trying to run our country like a business. I mean, he's doing it. He's, yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but fuck. Just imagine what he, he could get done if he had support from his peers. It is irritating, though, because he had it. Like, he had... I'm talking to everybody. Well, yeah. They were just behind him. <clears throat> yeah. Checking him when he's wrong, but, oh, this is good. We should do this. Yeah. When yeah. he's right. No, I agree. It's it's crazy. And people go, well, what about what, what if that would have happened with Obama? Obama had no good ideas. <laughs> Tell you what, it was never this cold when Obama was president. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bush. No. I think we will. I think we're going to have another shutdown. And then, like, Pelosi with the State of the Union. You guys you guys know about that fucking debacle? Mm-hmm. So, she offers him a State of the Union that says, no, 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 no. It's not secure enough. We can't have a state of the union. There's security concerns. National security comes out and says, that's not true. We have this covered. Then she comes back and goes, well, you still can do it because the government shut down and we can't operate. Then she operates for the next week. Then he reopens the government. Then she says, you still can't do it. And then finds out that that's not a good play. And now we're actually having one on February 5th. Is that right? I don't know the date. I don't know, but speaking of that, I saw today that the... Yes, February 5th. State of the Union response, you know who's doing that? Who? That failed, cheating, crappy governor candidate from Georgia. Don't remember her name. (laughs) Oh, Snipes? I thought there was so much... That's, that's not Florida. Florida. And that's not Man, a candidate. Dude. That was the election judge. Well, I'm just thinking of names right now. I don't like, remember her name. She's, name she's not attractive at all. The, the bigger hey. black girl? Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking about. She's wearing yeah. red all the yeah. time. Yeah, she's going to do the response. That's going to be great. Yeah. It's not fair. I should have won. Why is she? she she's not a, she's a nobody. She's like, you're, you're not even in the government. <laughs> Georgia is rejoicing. Huh. Yeah, there's a reason why. Yeah. People make like eight bucks an hour. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to watch. We might have to play some of that because she is stupid. Yeah. Well, that'd be good. But yeah, no. I think Pelosi's fumbling. She's done. 
she's I think she's lost control of the house already, and it's like not even day thirty. Well, what do you expect? You have crazy people in it. You have Ocasio Cortez running around like a crazy person. Which apparently <laughs> there are high level Democrats saying they want to try their best to make her a one term. They don't want her back because she's an idiot. Fine, I I let her run around. I don't give a shit. I kind of wish. I kind of hope she wins again. Yeah, <laughs> piss them off. Crazy. And then you have the. <laughs> She's kind of uh, fun to watch. <laughs> and then yeah. you have the uh, Hamas supporting caucus. Yeah, the Omars. Yeah, of Talib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your party's looking real good. Yeah. Extremists, what they call Republicans and conservatives and libertarians, extremists. When you are literally the original party of the KKK. And MAGA hats. Those are the new white hoods. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. All this is all this uh, seems rational. Oh, Democrats. But yeah, it's it's gonna go there. They're not gonna put they're not gonna budge. I have one statement for Democrats. Ooh. Follow my advice. Blowjobs. <laughs> That's blowjobs. That's all you need. Anyway, um, did you guys see that uh, provocateur Roger Stone got arrested? I did. Mm-hmm. Mueller probe. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. What a fucking joke. Yeah. Um, CNN was there. Yeah. Well, I have a soundbite. Oh, nice. Because Tucker Carlson just laid it all out there perfectly. Better than I can, obviously, because he gets paid to do it. Um, So, for your listening pleasure, Tucker's always a treat. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Longtime Trump advisor Roger Stone was arrested on Friday by federal agents and charged with seven felonies. None of the charges had anything to do with Russian collusion or election meddling, but you'd never know that from the penalties he faces. If convicted, Stone could die in prison. Nobody in Washington seems to find that punishment excessive. Many have cheered it. Officially, Stone was charged with lying, something most of our political elite engage in every day. But his real crime was flamboyance. Stone has spent the last 40 years giving the finger to the people in charge. In the end, they got him. They always do. Stone's arrest is already fading from the headlines, replaced by the latest political crisis of the moment or some new skirmish in the ongoing culture wars. Soon we'll forget it ever happened. But before we do, it is worth taking just a moment to consider a few basic questions about it, if only because nobody else is going to. First, why did the Justice Department stage what was, in effect, a military assault on Roger Stone's house? Stone himself asked that question on ABC over the weekend. Watch. The idea that a 29-member SWAT team in full tactical gear with uh, assault weapons would surround my house, that I would open the door looking down the barrel of assault weapons, uh, that I would be frog-marched out front barefooted and handcuffed when they simply... But could Roger, have Roger, let me, let me just, contacted me. Let me stop I think people you need to know about Yeah, but that. as you know, it's pretty standard uh, for that to happen. That's pretty standard, as you know. But is it pretty standard to send dozens of federal agents with rifles to arrest an unarmed 66-year-old man who's been charged with a nonviolent crime? Well, no, it is not standard. It is shocking, 
and any honest person who pays attention could tell you that. Roger Stone, who was there, says there were 29 agents on the scene, along with 17 vehicles, there? two of them armored, and a helicopter overhead. If that's an accurate accounting, it means the feds sent more armed men to Roger Stone's house in Fort Lauderdale than they did to Osama bin Laden's compound in Pakistan, just for some perspective on this. So what was the justification for doing that? Prosecutors knew perfectly well that Stone was not a flight risk. Also, more men than they sent to Benghazi to bail out our boys. Yeah. He's broke. He doesn't even have a valid passport. They could simply have called his lawyer and told him to surrender. That's the actual standard in cases like this. But they didn't do that. Instead, they went in with guns drawn. So who decided to do that? And how much did it cost taxpayers? We spent the last two days trying to answer those questions. And it tells you a lot about contemporary America that we couldn't. We still have no idea. The Justice Department wouldn't answer us. The White House, which supposedly oversees the Justice Department, didn't even respond. Maybe they don't know the answer to those questions. Possible. They don't control Robert Mueller. Nobody controls Robert Mueller. Mueller can send armed men to your home to rouse you from bed at gunpoint just because he feels like it, and there's nothing you or anyone else can do about it. Mueller has an unlimited budget and known timetable. He doesn't have to answer questions. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, to whomever he wants. He cannot be fired. Mueller is the single most powerful person in America, and yet nobody voted for him. Hmm. He is a living rebuke to the principles of our democratic system. At the same time, our leaders tell us that we need Robert Mueller, an all-powerful, unelected prosecutor accountable to no one, to protect us from threats to, brace yourself here, democracy. Hmm. Huh. Nobody in Washington catches the irony in any of this. Mueller himself is a threat to our democracy the most powerful man elected by nobody. Our media don't ask questions about any of this or even acknowledge that it is a question. They've chosen sides. Here's Roger Stone from our show on Friday night. It's disconcerting that CNN was aware that I would be arrested before my lawyers were uh, informed. Uh, so that's disturbing. Uh, if it was a dangerous situation, which would merit the SWAT team, well then, CNN's cameraman would be in danger. I don't know why they would be allowed to be there. So that's a fair question, no matter who asks it. And many began asking it within minutes of Stone's arrest on Friday morning. How did CNN know about a raid that was supposed to be secret? Did they learn from Mueller's team? Well, CNN reacted angrily to the question. We're reporters, they said. We're not state media. We didn't collude with the feds. We used reporters' intuition. Yesterday, CNN President Jeff Zucker dispatched his minions to bat down further questions on this topic. Watch. On the right, on the fringes of the right, a conspiracy theory spread, and I won't get into it, but it was about CNN and Robert Mueller, and it spread. That we were tipped right. off by Mueller. Right. Sure. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's a fucking brain trust if I've ever seen one. Oliver Darcy and Brian Stelter. Good God. Ew. There aren't enough brains there to fill <clears throat> a micro thimble. That's a small thimble. Yep. Micro thimble. Give me a break. Right, to embarrass Roger Stone and to record his arrest, so I guess it would embarrass him. It's like they were saying it was propaganda. A lot of people, including some mainstream commentators and journalists, started asking questions about this conspiracy theory. And mm -hmm. I think as journalists, we have to be very careful not to allow... <laughs> it seems funny... He said journalist. <laughs> it seems funny to me that 
the state propaganda machine is using the words conspiracy theory in association with something that happened as much as possible. There's no way CNN didn't get tipped off. If CNN was there by chance, they were not right next to people with armed rifles, which they were. They were not standing from the street recording. They were in the shit with the soldiers who were apparently fearing for their lives with rifles. They just felt like he was going to get arrested that night, so they went and just stood there until something happened. And then walked in with the SWAT team. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because that's a thing. Back to the bullshit. At Faith Actors, to hijack the conversation and to move the story away from what it really should be. <laughs> Save that tape. It's one for the ages because it summarizes everything. So just to recap what you just heard, we journalists, says CNN, need to fight <laughs> back against the, quote, fringes of the right who just want to, quote, move the story away from what it should really be, end quote, which it goes without saying, CNN decides. They decide what the story should really be, and if you don't agree, you're on the fringes of the right. In other words, shut up, you guys. Stop asking questions we don't feel like answering. <laughs> but this show persisted because that's our job. And so we asked both CNN's official spokesman and the kid you saw playing media reporter on the screen. <laughs> Hold on, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Story. The response, of course, feigned outrage. How dare you? You're right wing. Be quiet. But when we kept pressing them, an interesting thing happened. They didn't deny it. So to be totally clear, here's the specific question that we asked. Quote, did federal law enforcement officials confirm the raid on Roger Stone's house to CNN before it happened? Very simple question. And when we pressed it, CNN dropped the fake outrage. They just refused to answer. Because, of course, CNN talked to Mueller's people before the raid. There was never any doubt about that. All the barking aside, Mueller wanted the raid on Roger Stone's home caught on tape and publicly aired as a warning to other disobedient witnesses about what can happen to you if you step out of line. CNN was happy to oblige. So CNN acted as the public relations arm of the Mueller investigation, as they have before, and then they lied about it in the most self-righteous possible way and sent those kids out on TV to lie some more. So it answers a lot of questions. No wonder CNN seemed so eager to defend Friday's raid and to belittle and attack and marginalize anyone who asked honest questions about it. The network is no longer covering Robert Mueller. They're working with Robert Mueller, and you should know that as you watch it. Gotta love Tucker. Yeah, no, that's... that's and this is not the first time that Mueller's team has been caught sending stuff to CNN so they could leak, so they could do things. Well, they they sent, they did a pre-dawn raid on Manafort. Yeah. All these, like, I mean, this is... We're going to make an example of you. The problem is here, they're not, they don't know who they're fucking with with Roger Stone. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, he, no, he went. He went and testified before whatever committee in the House or yeah. the Senate or whatever. He wanted a public. Yeah, and they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't mm -hmm. have him. Yeah. He's, no, just, he's not giving anything up. He didn't do anything. The only thing I can see happening, because there is a problem now, that they keep indicting people, and this is going to drag on. Like, now Stone's been indicted. If, if, he, if he pleads not guilty, 
This is looking like it'll go through the election. And that's what they want. Now, if Stone doesn't plead not guilty, you could get all this real quick. And then, he, let's say he pleads guilty, the judge is going to find out there's nothing wrong here. It doesn't matter what you plea. There's nothing there. So they're going to let it all go. And then we get a report. It's like Flynn. Flynn's the same reason. The only reason he's not wanting to plead not guilty is because they're going to go after his family. And it's going to drag it out longer. If everybody just pleads guilty, the report comes out, everybody gets let go. Because there's nothing, it's, it's, there's nothing there. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a firm believer in that now. These seven felonies are all horse cockery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None no, of them have like, anything to like do with Like Tucker Russia. said, I mean, one of them was lying. And it's not even lying. Like, they specifically ask you yep. questions to trip you up. Was it mm-hmm. a pink shirt or a blue shirt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yep. And that's what they did. Yeah, that's exactly what they did in Stone. Yeah. But Fuck off. I would say it's, yeah, they're just pulling hairs. Like, I we've, I think I've talked about this before. Like, we have my buddy who was interrogated by the FBI. And they tried doing the same thing with him. And he knows from his time in the service of how the FBI does their bit. And that's what they do. They try to catch you on a lie so that they can arrest you and they can interrogate you further. Yep. It's the game. But, yeah. If everybody pleads guilty, we get out early. (laughs) What are those uh, videos I see on Facebook? The two lawyers... Shut the fuck oh. up, Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those guys are great. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Ugh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll go from talking about Roger Stone and Russian collusion to communism light. Communism light in Venezuela. Yeah. So if you haven't heard. There is an opposition party that has decided to claim the presidency of Venezuela in an uprising against a government that has let their people starve and just basically rot away, even though they have access to oodles of money for their government. Like, the, But it's not going to the people. Um, we buy most of their oil, or we did. We'll see if that continues. But, and that money is substantial for this, for Venezuela. But now the people aren't getting the money. The government's starting to collapse. And people are, up, are in huge uprisings. I mean, miles long of thousands of people just lining the streets. So they have food. It's crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, this uprising has come up with a guy that's claimed to be president. Multiple countries, including Trump, have said this guy is the president we've put on sanctions now we're moving on towards regime change actions that do not include military which is really cool because we usually have regime change actions that include military suck it michael bolton thank you (laughs) he wants to so bad he is like i mean a fucking dog on a leash trying to get that fucking bone he's uh he is biting at the bit it's just like he took three Viagra, and he's just got that hard on. And, oh, yeah. Oh, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. He's, let's he's go. walking around slapping that thing on the table everywhere he goes. He goes can I do it yet? Can I go? Can I play? And Trump, Trump is like, dumping no. cold ice water on yeah. him all the time. Yep. No, we're not. We're not doing the war thing, which is awesome. 
But anyways, the guy in charge is a cocksucker. He is now blacked out all social media in the country and to try and suppress the the uprising. But the uprising took uh, chapter two and or took a wave two, if you will. And they met with the military, and apparently that went very well. So if the opposition gets a hold of the military and the military decides to follow suit, then they won't need us anyways because the military is just going to kick the fucking government out and they're probably going to hang Maduro in the street like they did in Saddam. Woo-woo. Exactly. So personally, I don't, I don't give a shit. It's not my country. Are they going to find Hugo and do it too? Huh? Are they going to find Chavez and do it too? They should. Yeah. Probably. He started the bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, so shit's getting crazy down there. And if you didn't know, that is a socialist country. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a socialist country not that long ago, but now it is. And the government did what socialist governments do. And they let their people starve while they all sit there in rich houses and being happy. This is why AOC is a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. There's other reasons. But that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, it's systemic. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so that's what I got on Venezuela. All right. Guys. The Democratic primary season is upon us, I guess. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers are posturing. Getting ready. Um, I found... Video. We're going to talk about how it's shaping up so far. I got a video from uh, Time, I believe. Um, meet the major candidates for your listening pleasure. Democrats are lining up to run against Donald Trump. With the 2020 election still a ways away, an unusually large number of candidates have announced they are running, or hinted strongly that they will. Here's a look at some of the major names who have joined the race so far. As a law professor, Warren helped create the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau before joining the Senate in 2012. She's long advocated for tougher rules on banks and corporations, and pocketbook issues like student loan reform. And thinks she's a Native American. A former member of the House from upstate New York, Gillibrand has moved to the left since taking Hillary Clinton's old Senate seat in 2009. In announcing her run, she cited her experience as a young mom. A former state legislator and U.S. representative, Brown has represented Ohio in the Senate since 2006. He will be pushing a brand of Midwestern liberalism that mixes Trump's skepticism of trade agreements with Warren's concerns about Wall Street. An Iraq veteran and former state lawmaker, Gabbard was the first Hindu elected to Congress, but her past opposition to gay marriage and interactions with Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad make her a long shot in the Democratic primary. The former mayor of San Antonio and housing and urban development secretary, Castro has an unusual resume for a presidential candidate, but he believes his arguments on hot-button issues like immigration can help him break out. Yeah, the only one palatable out of that whole group was Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, if she runs, it's going to pull from Trump. Like, it'll pull the Democrats that went. Well, she has to win the primary first. Well, no, no, no. This no, is no, a no, very I'm long saying, shot. I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm. saying long, long shot ideas. 
She'll pull the Dems that front that wouldn't go as far as Hillary because she is a, a classical liberal. Yeah, in the, in the real sense. And wasn't Elbar Ashad not quite the shitbag everybody makes him out to be? Uh, I don't know. I would sure. I can go ahead and say that. I'll say yeah. Because it's one of those regime change things. I'm pretty sure where we were involved over there. You know. Yeah, I can't say. I can't remember one way. Because a lot of those people they they want out of the global system. What we're going to back our own fucking money with precious metals. And they may be bad people, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, she makes a lot of fucking sense on a lot of different things. Oh, about like she's reasonable. Yeah. Maybe that's the, maybe that's a ploy, but she doesn't sound crazy. Anyway, yeah, Focahontas and like four people I don't think I've ever fucking heard of. <laughs> right. And then you have uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, if you guys remember her from the... Uh, under a sex tape? I don't think there's a sex tape. <laughs> I hope there's not a sex tape. Yeah. Um, but if you remember her from the Kavanaugh hearings. Mm-hmm. Royal asshole. Um, she was in Iowa doing a town hall. And she was asked... Doing to, the entire town hall? Man, you guys are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. You're trying... I, I get it. I mean, she did get her start in politics by banging a married San Francisco mayor got appointed to a bunch of shit mm-hmm. and here we are and he's they were bugging him the media were and she's like yeah I did it I mean she was 30 he was like 60 you, you know I mean people are not and this guy's not exactly like who who would be a Let's just say Gerard Butler was, if he was 60. Like, this this guy's not looking like that. This is a power thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he was married. Mm-hmm. He's like, yep, yeah, I did it. Yeah, he don't give a shit. Well, he's from San Francisco. Yeah. Morals? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she was asked a question about, I think, debating Donald Trump, and I've got it here for us. Mm. So here is Kamala Harris. Shit, that was the wrong video. (laughs) If you would have to debate the current president, how does that conversation go without becoming reactive? How do you stay on your message Mm -hmm. and not get caught up in his crazy? (laughs) That's good, Deb. That's really good. Um, Well, first, it's very important that anyone who, uh, who presents themselves as a leader and wants to be a leader, will speak like a leader. And that means speaking with integrity. It means speaking truth. It means speaking... And speaking in a way that expresses and, and indicates some level of interest and concern in people other than oneself. And... And so, right there, we will see a great contrast. And, <laughs> and it is about also having some concern for the future of our country. 
You know, it, it really, we are at an inflection point. We are the, the, in the world and in our country. And, and the people of our country, the families of our country, deserve to have leaders who are focused on their needs, their immediate needs, their long-term needs, the hopes and aspirations they have for their children and grandchildren, and speak to that, as opposed to speak to the lowest common denominators and base instincts, and speak in a way that is about inciting fear as a distraction from the fact you're getting nothing done, except helping the richest people and the biggest corporations. Senator, many Democrats that I've spoken with agree that the primary objective for 2020 is to nominate the candidate that has the best shot of defeating Donald Trump. Some have also said that given what occurred in 2016 and the current political climate, that a male nominee will have a better chance this time around than a female nominee. Would you please respond to this so that this man has a response ready the next time a man tries to mansplain why a man would make a better nominee? Oh, dear God. Thank you. What the f actual fuck? Okay. First of all, that guy's not mansplaining anything. He's just stating a fact. I'm sorry. The woman that follows Hillary Clinton will lose. It's not a good idea. It's just like it's it's just like the white guy with a Hitler mustache who followed Hitler probably didn't win that election. <laughs> Got nothing to do with you. Well, I mean, li listening to her talk makes me want to vomit. Well, yeah, she's an idiot. Not not even listening to like she, what she said. I'm just I'm talking about the way she sounds. I'm not gonna. She sounds yeah. like a mix between. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. She does have, uh, she does have the political speak down. To I was surprised. Yeah, I didn't that, hear that lying that she did was just, dead on. Just the, just the very good at running around in circles and very good at saying things that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Very good politician, but not fucking saying a thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised I didn't hear. Well, this notion. I fucking hate when people t say. Well, this notion of blah, 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 blah. Fucking shut up. This notion. Obama said it all the fucking time. Irritated the shit out of me. Oh, mm -hmm. just to like delegitimize whatever they're yeah. saying? Yeah. This notion of blah, 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 blah. Regardless. Yeah. Something like That's that. That's why we fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> she, yeah, I mean. Thank and, you. Yeah. I feel like I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy. We have figured it out. That deep-seated hate. <laughs> There's more. You want to hear your answer to this fucking question? No, but yeah. Well, my first response, Robert, is this, which is that the person who presented that point really is not giving the American voters enough credit. They're smarter than that. The people who vote, the people who live in this country are smarter than that. They're going to make decisions based on who they believe is the best leader. They're going to make decisions that. based on who they believe is speaking truth, who is doing it in a way that gives people dignity, doing it in a way that elevates public discourse as opposed to bringing us to the lowest common denominator and base instincts. That's how the voters are going to vote. And that is going to be the basis upon who will win. And as far as I'm concerned, listen, I mean, in my entire career, I've heard people say, when I ran and, and, and ran as the first woman who would win, uh, it's not, people aren't ready, it's not your time, nobody like you. 
has done that before. I haven't listened, and I would suggest that nobody should listen to that kind of conversation. She's not wrong in that last statement, but you're stupid, and that's why it'll be Everything else she said was 100% right, too, but that's why I'm voting for Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even know what to say. Again, great politician. She's good at saying words that are right and not necessarily about her. And you're right. She definitely does sound like a female Obama. Mm-hmm. Obama yeah. could speak. I will give him that. Well, he could read a teleprompter. Uh, they actually, there was a lot of times where he wasn't. Yeah. He could speak. He, that's what he did. He's a public organizer. So community organizer, what they called him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not a real job. Shit. He's good at that shit. Not a real job. Still good at it. It's a good hobby. He's good at that hobby. I don't care what he And call part it. of what she said to answer that second question came from the answer from the first question mm-hmm. to the lowest common denominator, blah, yeah. blah, blah, just running around a question. Um, Which you're going to bring us to because you're going to allow open borders. You're going to allow ISIS to come over here. You're let, going to let, allow... Let's be real. I mean, your average Democratic voter has their heads so far up their ass oh, yeah. that they don't know whether they're coming or going. Um most people that have, I would say the vast majority of this country still, many of whom do not vote, um, they don't think in terms like she's talking. Right. Like, the fact that she's a black woman or partially black woman, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is what they stand for. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I, and she's right. It shouldn't matter. And it doesn't matter to me. Well, we have to vote for Hillary because she's the first woman running. No, I don't have to vote for Hillary because she's terrible. Right. That's what. That's what she said. She said they're gonna. They're not. They're not. They're, 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 the American people are smarter than that. They're going to pick a candidate based on who is best for the job. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You are not it. I mean, she she's flat out standing there lying as well. I mean, you heard her in the first question saying that you know instead of having you know Trump who who's going to actually worry about. The American people, instead of doing sitting there doing nothing, right, and only helping the super rich and the but big, she's she's good. She, she's good at not. She didn't lie. She never said Trump. She just said the candidate who. She that's what that's what I'm, that's what I mean by saying she's a great politician. She's using words that, regardless of the outcome, she didn't lie. She this just wasn't no, talking about who of you thought she was talking about, regardless. This notion of you and you regardless. You regardless. Irritating. But yeah, no, that's great. That's, that's great. Yes. I, I mean, I, will, I love seeing the the party continue to throw out new people. Like, the more people that are in their primary, the better chance Trump has. Yeah. It's going to take longer to weed them out. Um, yeah, did you guys hear about the uh, Starbucks guy? Mm-hmm. Thinking about throwing his hat in. I hope know, he does, but not as a Democrat. Yep, as an independent. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! The left's freaking out. Um, I have another soundbite. Um, it's Tucker again, but he's so fucking poignant and on. He's good. He's on his shit. So for your listening pleasure. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. One of the great secrets of Washington, something we don't tell anybody outside the city is that the only people who really benefit from the presidential primaries are the political consultants who work in them. The candidates themselves almost always finish the experience sadder, poorer, and humiliated. The public, meanwhile, hates the whole thing. 
They get to spend uh, half a year tormented by the white noise of 30-second attack ads. Only the consultants really seem to enjoy themselves, and why wouldn't they? They walk away rich. For them, it's a great deal. So they've got every incentive to recruit new suckers to the game. Their latest mark is a billionaire called Howard Schultz. He's the former CEO of Starbucks. A pair of slick consultants somehow convinced Howard Schultz that he could be president. So over the weekend, he announced he may get in the race. Here's the twist. Schultz, who is an entirely conventional affluent liberal, said that he is not planning to run as a Democrat, but instead as an independent. Well, Democrats were horrified by this. Boycott Starbucks started trending on Twitter. Michael Bloomberg denounced Schultz. Some on the left were so angry, they screamed at Howard Schultz when he went in public. Watch what happened at a book event last night. Don't help elect Trump, you egotistical billionaire Go back to getting ratioed on Twitter. Go back to Davos with the other billionaire elite who think they know how to run the world. That's not what democracy in fairness, the heckler did make some solid points. The last thing we need is another egomaniacal Davos moron running the country into the ground. <laughs> if you sincerely thought Barack Obama did a great job as president, you'd probably be perfectly happy with Howard Schultz at the helm. The problem is nobody really thinks that Obama did a great job as president. They just all feel obligated to pretend he did. Nobody wants to be rude about it. And yet Schultz's problems aren't really related to what he believes, his political positions. His views are really indistinguishable from Nancy Pelosi's views. Schultz's sin is running third party. That's a threat to the one thing that Democrats actually care about. And no, it's not fighting climate change or preserving a woman's right to choose or even protecting those noble undocumented migrants they're always lecturing you about. In the end, Democrats are pretty flexible on all that stuff. They're just talking points their transactional bargaining chips to keep their coalition together, whatever. What Democrats really want, what they're not kidding about at all, is political power, the right to run things, the right to be in charge, power. And they want it so bad they can taste it. Poor hapless Howard Schultz and his overfunded midlife crisis just got in their way. So they have to crush him. At least one Democrat was honest enough to admit this. I have a concern that uh, if he did run, that essentially it would provide uh, Donald Trump with, with his best hope of getting reelected. I would uh, suggest to uh, Mr. Schultz to truly think about uh, the negative impact that that might make. Well, the media were watching and taking notes. Even now, you still hear people refer to the press corps as liberal. But of course, they're not liberal in any recognizable sense of the word. Genuine liberals would welcome Howard Schultz into the race. More candidates, more opinions, more diversity of thought. May the best ideas win. That's what an actual liberal would say. That's not what the media are saying. They're not liberals. They're loyalists. They're party people, diligent worker bees toiling from the benefit of their Democratic Party masters. So of course, they parroted the line precisely. Michelle Goldberg of the New York Times, who embodies this, called Schultz's run reckless idiocy. She didn't even mention his views about anything. She doesn't care. It's irrelevant. The Daily Beast all but accused Howard Schultz of racism, because that often works as a line of attack. 
quote, the Starbucks music store under Howard Schultz was painfully white, read a story today. Whatever it takes. And of course, the dummies on TV news read their talking points faithfully. Watch. He may run for president as an independent. Democrats fearing he could help President Trump win re-election. Democrats are uneasy. He could take away votes that would go to the Democratic nominee. Democrats warn he could cost them the White House. Democrats fear that could be disastrous for whoever is the Democratic nominee. Democrats on the left are freaking out today about Howard Schultz trial ballooning this, is that if he were to split the anti-Trump vote, that's a conceivable path up the middle for Donald Trump. Oh, Trump might benefit. Well, there's another way to look at the Democratic hysteria over Howard Schultz getting into the race. And Mark Cuban, of all people, summed it up pretty well today. Quote, if 21 months before an election, you don't believe your candidate's platform is strong enough to win an election with independent candidates, you might want to rethink who you support. <laughs> yeah, you might want to do that. Maybe get some ideas that appeal to actual voters, something like that. The irony is that the very people who are the most upset about Howard Schultz entering the presidential race are the very same ones who've been yelling at you about how vital democracy is and how they're the defenders of democracy. And yet somehow three candidates on a single ballot is just way too many for them. You get the strong feeling they prefer to see just one candidate on the ballot. That way they'd win every time. Voters couldn't screw it up with their dumb opinions. We've seen all of this before many times. Ralph Nader went through it when he dared to run third party in 2000. Jill Stein experienced it when she ran in 2016 on the Green Party ticket. Remember that? They called her an agent of Russia for daring to do that. Yeah, he actually went on to have Jill Stein yeah, on. Said. <laughs> and she was advocating for ranked choice voting, something that Mr. Jackson and Mr. Sanj Moip were purporting during this last election cycle. Mm -hmm. Here in Illinois, you guys are awesome. Sock game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said it as soon as I saw that he was uh, saying that he would run. I just was like, "Good." I would I would love for him to do it because any of the the left who loves their Starbucks and and and, and hated Hillary and voted for Trump to get away would, yeah, he'd you know pull away from that. But they you know want to pull away from Trump, but they wouldn't vote for the democrat nominee they'd vote for the third party yeah you know and it's gonna help yeah it'd pull away from some from trump but it's gonna pull way more from the left yeah you're not wrong there i'm i'm okay with it i have i have one important thing to say obama was a crap shitty president yep yep and i'll be rude about it because he was fucking garbage mm -hmm. i have some big news so is somebody Bush. else who posted on twitter that they want to run yeah, for no for sure run in 2020 the uh, Jesse Pop the Body Ventura. Nope. Pop Tarts. Pop Tarts. The Pop Tart Whoa. Company said, "Hello, I am considering a presidential run in 2020. Please retweet if you would support this endeavor for me." Braden commented, "Only if you admit that you're glorified ravioli." <laughs> Pop Tarts said, "I don't need your vote, Braden." <laughs> 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 yep, the Pop Tarts Company. <laughs> That's good stuff. That Sorry. is amazing. You know what would make, because the Democratic primary debate things, they're going to be awful to watch because they're just stupid people. Yeah. And I think they should do this on the Republican side too, okay. whenever that comes back around. Any debate. Do you guys remember the TV game show from the early 2000s? Actually, it started in Britain. The Weakest Link. 
Oh, yeah. That lady, if she's still alive, which I hope she is. She was pretty badass. Yeah, she is. She should be the moderator. And when somebody says something stupid, she can tell them. You are. The weakest link. The weakest link. Goodbye. No, I don't think they should even ask questions. I think they should put them in the most extreme elimination challenge. <laughs> Rikishi, Rikishi, Rikishi's Castle or something like that. Whatever the actual Sharks original name was for that. No idea. If you guys don't know what MXC is, please. <laughs> Go watch that show. It is the best ever. Number one. <laughs> with like, let's put sharks with laser beams in the water. <laughs> Too far. Freaking sharks no. with laser beams on no. their head. We need, then they can't run again. You know, your your ideas were so bad that your physical endurance could not save you. <laughs> My logic is sound. I award you zero points. <laughs> <laughs> we are all now dumber for listening to it. No, um. Uh, I just keep hoping it gets bigger and bigger. I'm gonna watch the whole thing and just cry. I'm I'm going to be ready. Oh, we'll definitely be here having much to say about them. Well, mm-hmm. you're at, so, and I don't know this, so I'm asking. Maybe it's just because I'm stupid. But if you register as an independent, do you get to vote in both the Democratic and the Republican primaries, or do you do have to pick one? And if you do have to pick one, how do they know? I remember how that went. Yeah, I don't know. Because I honestly don't remember how that went with. I'm planning already on registering as an independent now because the shit has just gone stupid. And uh, if that's the case, then I'm definitely voting in the Democratic primaries. I think. And I am an agent of Russia, so FYI. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I th- I think when you. You are just automatically registered as either party if you ask for whatever. Like, if you want to vote for the Democratic primary, you are automatically a Democrat. Vice versa. My understanding, I may be fucking completely wrong. Yeah. I don't really know. I always do the Republican one, so whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, you obviously, I don't think you would ever be able to it, vote twice. It is. Isn't state, it? It's state by state. Um, you have to choose in some states. I don't know how they determine that. But then in other states like Oklahoma, the Republican Party is completely closed. So you don't even get to vote for a Republic, in a Republican primary if you're an independent. You're not allowed. So it goes state by state. There's a whole list of them. I just don't know what they... It's fine. It doesn't matter. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. See? See? It has its place. Mm. Yeah. So, it'll be an, an interesting shit show. <laughs> Illinois is an open primary state. So, you can vote for whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, many states have open primary elections. There's a lot. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't really care. Well, I do. Why? Because I'm going to vote Democratic primary and try and fuck some shit up my single vote. Okay, live in La La Land. I will live in it. It'll be like when when, when fucking uh, Christy Gillibrand is the goddamn uh, candidate, I'll be like, I made that happen. With your dick. With my dick. Um, yeah. That's how I'm going to stamp the card. I wonder who's. I wonder what we're gonna have for, you know, maybe this Howard Schultz guy runs, maybe he doesn't. 
I wonder what the Libertarian Party is going to put out. Curious. I don't know. I was not. not I'm a, voting for Pop Tarts. So yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I was not a fan of Gary Johnson. Wild or wild. Glorified ravioli. That's funny. Not a fan. <laughs> I did like him. Sorry, libertarian friends. I don't like Gary Johnson. I don't like Bill Weld. True, true story. Like, don't trust them. Gary Johnson. A lot of libertarians didn't like Gary Johnson. Yeah, he's, a libertarian. he's not really a libertarian. Well, some libertarians. Justin has a saying that we will not say unless he wants to say it. They're the vegans of the political world. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Really. I like a lot of the libertarian people I met this last election. I have a lot. Of, I like a lot of their some views. Some of them. Some of them. Like, and fuck. I can explain what I meant yeah, by that. Yeah, go for it. Some of them that we have met, whatever, some we know, not even just from this last election, but people who say it's like it's kind of like how will you know if there's a vegan in the room? They're, they'll tell you in the first thirty seconds. It's it was the same kind of way with libertarians. Oh, I'm a libertarian. You know, it's just That's, like you're not wrong, yeah. yeah, they're just like I'm libertarian. It's like shut up. It's it's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't know the the libertarians that annoyed the shit out of me. You know, on Twitter, mm-hmm. on Facebook, or whatever, are the ones like, that's not that's not libertarian enough. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Go, Fuck off, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm here to support Cash Jackson and these other candidates because they're badasses, and yeah, the rest here. of them suck. I'm well, yeah, you should see a liberty. lot of them. Uh, what? I'm here to support liberty. Liberty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. You should see a lot of them who followed Cash. Uh, and he's been going a lot oh, with his God, questions and everything yeah. else, and he's been getting a lot of backlash for even posting something, not even saying anything about it, but just posting a news article mm-hmm. uh, and how they will attack him now, right or left. You know, yeah. either way, um, he posts like, I don't even know how I can support, how I supported you, or I, blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, what do you do? He's not even saying anything wrong. Or like one of them he posted earlier today was it was, it was literally just an well there well there's been a few but like one of them was just an article didn't even and he's like this is getting interesting it was about that in the the in Chicago the MAGA hat wearing people going after yeah. the, the queer like oh he's like this is getting interesting and he's like oh this is just turning into a pro Trump page and it's like first of all I wouldn't have a problem with that second of all how not. does that article have anything to do with it? all he said was this getting interesting or however he said it and he was getting attacked for it and it's like well that's just you know he's not libertarian he 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 ran as a libertarian he yeah. he he didn't have full libertarian views or anything like that I'm not going to speak for him but um it it's just it's insane because yes it libertarian you know it comes from both sides you know they're in the middle but they have their biases as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, just like everybody, to the right, the left, the middle, everyone. And it's just been crazy to see how much he's getting attacked here lately. And I stand with him. Still. Fuck yeah. Dude, Cash so, is a good dude. He wants to talk here, he hopefully, at some point. Right, so. Yeah. 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 That would be awesome. So hopefully, we'll get him on here, uh, here soon, uh, at least Skype in and everything. Yeah, we're working on it. All right, boys. It's time for some Illinois bullshit. Is it? Yep. Tell me all about it. Uh huh. I'm gonna play you a video. Get it to go. Oh yeah. Couldn't download it. Oh, it's thirty seconds. Well, Carolyn, Senate Bill 107 mentions a wide range of firearms, including several that are illegal already. But it also specifically goes after the AR-15 and other similar rifles. Murfreesboro Representative Terry Bryant plans to vote against the bill. 
Our Second Amendment rights are sacred to we as Americans, and here in Southern Illinois, we're not going to tolerate it. Terry Bryant says Senate Bill 107 is just the latest attempt to ban legal guns. Democratic senators filed a bill Wednesday, and it bars anyone from owning certain semi-automatic rifles, pistols, and shotguns. That includes AR-15s. It also allows gun owners to keep their weapons if they register them with Illinois State Police within 300 days of the bill passing. But any future sales of those guns would be prohibited. Bryant says the bill won't do enough to stop gun violence. I understand people don't want to have school shootings and church shootings and whatnot, but we're in bills like this you're attacking legal firearms owners because of bad actors. The bill's chief sponsor, State Senator Julie Morrison of Deerfield, did not return a message seeking comments. I'm calling on common sense, conservative Democrats that also control this part of the state to say, no, we've had enough of the gun grabs in the state and we're not going to tolerate it anymore. Lawmakers have introduced similar legislation before, but they never went anywhere with former Governor Bruce Rauner. Governor J.B. Pritzker has promised to pass tougher gun control measures. Now is the time to ban the weapons of war from our streets. Blow me. And with supermajorities in both the House and the Senate, Bryant says Democrats may be able to get bills like these through now. It only needs 60 votes. I don't know that we're going to be able to stop it. And the bill was filed yesterday, but nothing has been set yet as far as a vote in Springfield. Lawmakers are due back at the Capitol on Tuesday. No. No. What do you want to say? I hate that guy. You can hate him all you want. It's a local television station. It's in, uh, um, fuck, where is it? It's in Southern he's Illinois. Probably it's right really, by Carbondale. He's probably a really nice guy. He just needs to pull a corn cob out of his ass. Well, dude, it's a small TV station, like smaller than like WCAA. Well, that's fair, I guess. And it's, it's in just, Southern it's Illinois. Small. All right. Whatever. I pulled it up because it was a video explaining it. Um, Not only is it AR-15s and, um, you know, all that. AK-47s are in there. You know, you're 10, 22. Like, it's magazines of... That it can take 10 or more. Uh, and it has more than one feet. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, some examples to be banned. Any semi-automatic rifle or handgun that can, can can accept a detachable magazine greater than 10 rounds in capacity and has one or more features such as a protruding grip for the support hand, a folding, telescoping, or thumbhole stock, a handguard, or a muzzle brake or comp compensator. Also, any semi-automatic shotgun that has one or more features, such as the ability to accept a detachable magazine, a folding telescoping or thumbhole stock, or a protruding grip for the support hand. Any fixed magazine semi-automatic rifles or handguns greater than 10 rounds in capacity and fixed magazine semi-automatic shotguns greater than 5 rounds in capacity. Any shotgun with a revolving cylinder. So basically, no more saddle guns. Um, and then any part or accessory that would configure a firearm above. And then it always starts, you know, people say we freak out and whatever, but registration leads to confiscation. Mm -hmm. It's fucking insane. Um, Julie Morrison, one of the uh, co-sponsors of the bill that introduced it, I was looking at her voting record. Um, she pretty much votes to take away rights in every aspect of everything. I was just looking through this, so, um, I can find it. 
Bump Stocks, co-sponsor. Um, <clears throat> that's not just guns. Um, the requirement for uh, state-level license to sell firearms, co-sponsor. Let's see. <laughs> Establishes the uh, birth certificate changes for transgender people. Raising the smoking age of 21 co-sponsor. Yeah, that was what I was looking for. Right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's your basic uh, suburban... LGBT history in public, uh, in public schools. Yeah. Give me more of your money and I'm going to take more of your rights. That's what this lady is. Yeah. Um, so can we just establish that so far what you have said is... Just about every shotgun besides double barrel. Yeah. Because most of them take more than five rounds. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not going to say you can put a block in it like you do now to go hunting. That's not going to be acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, most take six, don't they? Or you can it's five put, plus one. Yeah, one in the chamber and five in the They're going to say that's six rounds in a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, a twenty-two. With a magazine, a ten twenty two. Yeah, your rotor, your standard rotary magazine, and yep. a ten twenty two is ten rounds. Yep, it's gone. Uh, pistols. They said semi-automatic pistols are going to be in it. They didn't say you can grandfather in, but that's what you were talking about. Like you have to it, register. You have, you have to register reg- everything. Twenty five dollar fee. Yeah, a year, a year. per yeah. gun. Yep. And. Uh, that's only that, that's one bill. There's another one that got introduced I the day it after. Right here. Yeah, perfect. I was going there. Um, Illinois social media check for gun owners bill introduced. Um, let me read here a little bit for you. Gun owners in Illinois now face a new threat. Daniel Dedeck, a Democrat from Buffalo Grove, introduced a bill. To have the Illinois State Police search through all of your online social media accounts before issuing you a FOID card or a renewal. That's right. This man wants you to give it, give the ISP access to all of your social media accounts, including your private or public posts, messages, along with photos and videos. This will include all forms of social media, including online forums, dating sites, and, quote, others. What for? To determine if there is any information that would disqualify the person from obtaining or require revocation of a currently valid firearm owner's identification card. Um, I can give you the synopsis as it was introduced. It amends the fire, the firearm owner's identification card act provides that the Department of State Police shall conduct a search of the purchaser's social media accounts available to the public to determine if there is any information that would disqualify the person from obtaining or require revocation of a currently valid FOID card. It provides that each applicant for the FOID card shall furnish to the Department of State Police a list of every social media account. I like this guy's comment at the end. Is it just me or gun owners in Illinois getting treated like African Americans back in the 1950s? What's next? Segregation? Fire hoses and police dogs? All for merely exercising and supporting a God-given constitutional right. It's a fully an invasion of privacy. Oh, fuck. Uh, they're using your First Amendment right to attack your Second Amendment right. Mm-hmm. 
I will have no social media accounts whatsoever if this passes. Oh, I'll have them. I don't need them. I'm good with getting rid of them. So I'm not going to allow them to determine whether or not I'm using hate speech or anything else that's dangerous. I mean, I don't need a FOIA card. I was looking at something else interesting on this site. I'm on gunsavelife.com, um, which is a good, site, a good site. You should check them out. Not a sponsor, mm-hmm. but they have a lot of great information. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an article here, and I think I might, if not, write an article. Um, probably not write an article, but I at least want to link to this because this is this is a good thing. Um, you can file Illinois General Assembly witness slips, which is something that they use to advance bills mm-hmm. and stop bills. Um, it gives the instructions on how to do it. You got to register, complete a profile, whatever. Um, I just filled one out today, actually, not for this, but Cash sent me one yeah. for parenting, all that for all yeah. that. But. Um, yeah, uh, slips can be filed for both the Illinois House or Senate committee hearings. And while you may have, well, I mean, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but I mean, it basically it's, you can help out. You can have a mm-hmm. say. Yeah, just, well, we can, we can probably throw it on the website. Yeah, we can throw, we can throw a link to this on the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, we'll probably just do a, a little tweet s- and everything else. We can synopsis, get the yeah. just link it. Mm-hmm. It'll work. Yeah. Um, I wanted to throw that out because that's a big thing. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So we talked about the yellow vest protests. Um, if this gets passed and signed into law and it doesn't get stopped in the courts, we're not going to have yellow vest protests. It's going to be blaze orange vests. And it's not going to be, it's going to be hunting season. Yeah. That's what it's going to end up being. Yep. Orange vest protests. Yep. I'm down. I'm down. But uh, I kind of like this is also like the abortion thing. There's a silver lining if it passes. It will get its ass to the Supreme Court. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, it's it, it start. This this is egregious. Oh, it's this is horrible, ridiculous. But I'm just saying this this whole, you know, the social media shit and this ban. This. Oh, you can you have to register your guns, and you have to pay us to register your guns. That's how it starts. I told you earlier, mm-hmm. that leads to confiscation for sure. Mm-hmm. This is just we're gonna, they even we're say, gonna come here. This is what we want. We want your guns. You don't. We don't want you having guns. Right. The the girl who put the bill forward, she is quoted saying that a full on statewide confiscation would be better, but this is what we have at our disposal. You don't have it at your disposal. No, you, you can don't. pass it in the law, but. Come try to enforce it. We live in Iroquois County. It's a gun sanctuary, and a lot of other states are following, or counties are following suit. And trust me, we will be there to fight. We are not going, we're not going down lightly. Nope. You will see the orphans there. And they're not going to enforce that shit here. No. I'm not going to say that. But I have heard from officials that it's not going to be enforced here. Yeah. And if they do, they will have holy hell to pay. Uh Uh-huh. And I think they know that, which is why they're not going to enforce it here. <laughs> but I think they are also patriots to our gun owners. And right. they understand, especially in this county, that, I mean, they state that we're understaffed with sheriff's deputies to begin with. But this is a very big county. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's especially true if you have an intruder, they're not going to get here. Yep. No. 
Even in a city, they're not going to get to you. I mean, we have we have ambulance calls where we have to wait 25, 35 minutes for police to get to the scene of a domestic violence case before we can walk in the door. Yeah. Because they got to clear the scene for us. So, like, it's not uncommon to wait a half hour for a cop. That's not their fault. It's not. They're, they're doing, they're working, fuck, there's only three guys yeah. for 25 square miles, which, yeah. guys, that's a lot of land. Yep. And the roads are shit, and you pull a guy over that takes you off the road for an hour and a half to do paperwork, mm-hmm. and then you can't help if something else happens. Like, I get it, but you gotta wait. There's there is no there is no call nine one one for help here. You're not gonna they're not gonna get there in time. And if we if this does pass, when we get lucky enough that you know they're not gonna enforce or do whatever in our area, but yet other areas they're obviously going to enforce it as much as they can like chicago and everything else i have no problem going and protesting and helping out with it for everybody else's sake no absolutely um, not i mean yeah, i will we would love to set something up if this passes mm-hmm. um so stay in contact with us for sure oed underscore studios at on twitter at twitter yeah um, so we do have a bit of good news in here in Illinois. Um, I'm going to read an, edit, an editorial here because it's fun. Um, it's from the Chicago Tribune <laughs> and it is titled Operation Illinois Politics. The FBI is on the prowl. Fucking finally. You guys like busted Blagojevich and then decided just to leave. <laughs> Apparently not so much. Well, I've just been in the bushes. That's true. The investigation has reached blockbuster status. The FBI has... Syrup... I don't know what that word is. I can't read it. <laughs> that's, that's serious. That's a big word. Um, Surreptuously. Syrup. Surreptitishly. tit. That's funny. Um, Syrup tit. You just said It's a fucked up word. Jesus. Secretly. We aren't. The yeah, they record. Yeah. Yeah, they, the Se- FBI has recorded the Speaker of the Illinois House, as well as Chicago's two most influential aldermen, City Council Committee Chairman, who overseen zoning and finances. At unknown intervals over almost five years, one of the, those aldermen, Danny Solis, has functioned as, an, as a government agent under the FBI direction and control. He enabled the feds to hear who knows how many conversations with who knows which politicians and other supplicants eager to win his favor. Some of those federal enshrined chats were in the second alderman, Edward Burke, whom the U.S. Department of Justice has accused of attempted extortion, shaking down a Burger King. Prosecutors have released only fragments from a few, thou- from a few of the thousand of Burke's telephone conversations they wiretapped with judicial permission. Then there's that other poll who spoke into a little microphone. The opening of a news story that reverberated Tuesday through the cities, the state's corridors of power. The FBI secretly recorded Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan trying to get business for his private law firm from a developer brought to him by Alderman Danny Solis, who was weighing the developer's request to build a hotel in Chinatown, according to a federal court affidavit obtained by the Chicago Sun-Times. None of this... None of which proves any guilt of anything. Burke alone has been charged with the crime. And the story about Madigan doesn't suggest that he helped the developer. 
But don't let the prominence of the personalities distract you from the astonishing big picture here. The Justice Department, for several years, has been methodically exploring the busy intersection of commercial property tax assessment and political clout in Chicago and in Illinois. Here's a sometimes paragraph that surely had politicians trying to look nonchalant while clutching their chests. Although Solis hasn't been criminally charged, the affidavit states that there is reasonable cause to believe that Solis and others have committed bribery, fraud, and other potential criminal offenses by, quote, engaging in a series of transactions that involve the abuse of Solis's position as a public official. Hmm. Solis and others have committed? Which others? And have they, too, been wearing wires to help the FBI? And what other offenses? The ambition and apparent length of the investigation, coupled with the willingness of federal courts to keep approving the Burke wiretap, suggests that the feds were getting useful answers to these questions. Are government officials here exploiting their public offices for substantial private gain? Do pay-to-play schemes extort developers or other taxpayers in return for delivering lower property tax assessments and other favors from government? If investigators find and follow any evidence of illicit behavior, to how many public officials does it lead? The Sun-Times says the feds used the illuminating 2016 affidavit to secure search warrants for Solis's homes and offices and a Northside massage parlor where the alderman allegedly receives free sex acts. <laughs> um, during a conversation, Solis reportedly recorded on August 18, 2014, Madigan told the developer whose law business he sought, quote, we're not interested in quick killing here. We're interested in a long-term relationship. Solis later told an associate for the developer that, if, that quote, if he, the developer, works with the speaker, he will get anything he needs for that hotel. According to the report, on August 21st, the developer's associate called Solis to say the developer had agreed to regain, retain Madigan's law firm. Five days later, Solis reportedly wrote a letter of support for the hotel. But when an FBI agent filed the affidavit in 2016, the developer hadn't retained Madigan's firm. The city council did approve a zoning change for the hotel, but it hasn't been built. Madigan said Tuesday that he doesn't believe he's under investigation, and the Sun-Times story doesn't suggest he did anything to benefit the developer. Madigan's lawyer said Madigan, quote, has no recollection of ever suggesting that he would take official action for a private law firm client or a potential client. Until the feds offer a catchier name, let's call this Operation Illinois Politics. If you're a student of the genre, you know three varieties. Three verities. Smart people are lawyering up and will offer to um, assist the investigation. Some not-as-smart people risk meeting FBI agents the hard way. And victims who've been illicitly squeezed by any Illinois politician ought to be in touch with the U.S. Attorney's Office in Chicago. How much you want to bet this hotel that got shaken down? Well, I don't know when Trump Tower was built in Chicago, I guess. But I was like, the guy at the tippy top who has built hotels across the world probably knows what cities are corrupt as fuck, and Chicago is probably top of the list. Oh, yeah. It's the feds, you know. 
But, yeah, it's crazy. It's nice that there's some of this shit's being investigated. Yeah. It's it's crazy that it's been being investigated. Like, you're right. They never went away anywhere. They they just kept going. Which is good, because I always thought, like, why why did they quit the investigation and didn't stop at Blagojevich? There's plenty of corruption to go after yeah. in Illinois. And so, hey, Apparently they've been they around, so good on them. But, yeah, that last line. I wonder how many freaking people in Chicago who own property picked up the fucking phone when they heard about this shit. Hey, I have some things to say. If he's going down, I'm getting my piece. Boy, this would send shockwaves through the state, and it would be glorious. Yeah, well, one of the guys that I don't want to, I won't mention any names, but one of the guys that goes on our fishing trip is a big, he doesn't do developments, but he is an architect for project plans in Chicago. And he talks about it all the time about how uh, the red tape gets thicker if you don't have the right friends. And it's not surprising at all. No. I, just, I just think it's ridiculous that we have somebody that makes policy that can fuck with property taxes. Yeah. I wonder if privately, for sure. Like that's why he has the law firm. Needs to be in prison. Yeah. I wonder if this was an accident. This His entire asset portfolio needs to be sold, and the state of Illinois needs to be refunded. That'd be crazy. For the fraud. This man has perpetuated over the last fucking God knows how many years. Mm -hmm. Which money do you think that would be? Oh my God, I don't even know. Pretty, pretty, yeah, I don't know. It's insane. But I wonder if this was an accident. Like, if they didn't mean to leak this out, or if they're ready to start hammering people to the wall. I hope they're ready to start hammering people to the fucking well, I wall. I hope they are too, but you never know. You know, did they get enough? I don't know. So that's some positive news. That is some positive news. Some of this corrupt asshole shit is getting put out publicly and it's being confirmed. So that's step one. Mm -hmm. Step two is getting rid of the trash. Yeah, for sure. Better people in. So, yeah. yeah. Redistricting would help with that. Yeah, so be looking for the link to the uh, Gun Save Lives page uh-huh. on how to register on that site and put in the uh we can link the wall right yeah. to the bill the witness slips yeah. witness slips yeah yeah we could do that too but they don't know how to register this gives you like it's got pictures of the instructions mm-hmm. it's a good article so yeah be looking for that we'll get that up um i got a good light way to end the show nice. tell me about it well a three-year-old boy who was miraculously found two days after disappearing in freezing temperatures. Um, he, uh, there was fears that Casey Hathaway's safety when he wasn't found soon after he went missing from his grandmother's backyard in North Carolina on Tuesday. But re- rescuers did eventually locate him on Thursday night, and he had something surprising to tell them. He had been kept company by a friendly bear. Is that where you went Thursday night? 
Because I came over here to say, hey, you weren't here. Your car was gone. See, that's the thing. I don't, I don't believe this. I don't believe this kid. Yeah, I don't no. believe him. It wasn't a bear. It was a Sasquatch. Man. And I need you to talk to your family and figure out which one of your relatives saved this kid. Because that's yeah, pretty awesome. It is. We need, to, we need to congratulate. We have him on the show. But I don't, I'm not going to give the kid shit for this. Like, I'm not saying he lied. I'm saying mm-hmm. he didn't understand. Yeah, He's, it wasn't a bear. I think the Sasquatch told him, like, shh, I'm a bear. I'm a cuddly bear, is what he yeah. said. Which, which, He's not saying your, anything. This which, is the quietest. Which one of your family members does that sound He's not like going to oust them. They're Sasquatches. That's true. Need you to wear a wire, bro. Yeah, uh, the uh, Craven County Sheriff's uh, Chip Hughes said that the youngster uh, told him he had a friend in the woods that was a bear that was with him. Uh, they're not sure. Obviously, if he was imagining this or whatever, I can't imagine. He just imagined, you know, I can't imagine he imagined that a bear just took care of him for two days. Yeah, you I know? mean, no, That's, seriously, though, like, the most likely story is that it was Sasquatch. Yeah, That makes exactly. no sense to everyone. And that's the show. He's not going to talk anymore. He's so, he's, he's, oh no, he's buttoned up. <laughs> I will plead the fifth. I have every right to plead the fifth about that. That's fair. You do, boo boo. Yeah. So that was it. That was episode forty. Um, go to orphansoftheamericandream dot com. Do it. Read our articles. Check out our store. You can link up with our social media there. Share our stuff. Love each other. Go to orphansoftheamericandream.com. Buy a shirt. Buy a hoodie. It's fucking cold for Christ's sake. Yeah. Peace, bitches. Now, 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 now